That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. All right, let's get going with minivan. All right. All oh. right, all right, all right. Let's talk about minivans. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, All right, welcome God. back to another episode of Anchor Moms, <laughs> the most exciting, hip, cool podcast ever, where we talk about minivans. Minivans. If you're like, if so. you're a mom and you're like, I want to be a hip mom, listen to this podcast because we are just <laughs> going to like <laughs> blow, your, yeah, blow mind. your mind. You're going to be like, I want to be just like them because they're so cool because they drive minivans. <laughs> Okay, Later. so let's set oh. the scene a little bit. Let's Let set the scene you. a little bit. Oh, boy. Of the three of us, I'm yep. the only one who has a minivan, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I fought it. You guys remember, I fought it for a very long time before we had our third kid, and my husband finally went out, and you guys, I've seen the light, and I am a convert, and now I cannot <laughs> imagine my life without the minivan, and I don't care if I'm not cool, because was I really that cool before anyway? Uh, I don't know. Good point, um, good point, good point. So yeah. it's like, whatever. And I have to say, for all of you who were like me and were like, I will never drive a minivan, <laughs> it makes so much sense in your life. And it is the most practical car you will ever buy. And it's life changing. Okay. It's amazing. All right. Well, I Let's beg to differ, to Karen Zagloff. So I beg yep. to enter, differ. Enter Ingrid and Katie, who are non minivan nope. believers. I'm just not a minivan person. Look, some people are like runners. Some people are like tennis players. Some people are like cooks. Like some people oh. like just to have these things, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm just so like my a non-minivan thing is a minivan driver. Like I'm just like, like a non-minivan that's my, that's driver. Like, like that. Well, no, I'm just like a non-minivan person. Like I just you either like them or you don't. And I just forever I just have not liked minivans. I don't want a minivan. Mm-hmm. I don't even want friends who have minivans, but that, <laughs> I mean, now, what? like, I'm forced to have discriminatory. She's discriminatory. I'm I mean, against I don't want it to, like, rub minivan. off on me or something, but apparently Like, it's contagious. Wow. It's contagious. It's like a Wow. <laughs> it's like, my mask is not doing anything to stop this, like, spread wow. of the minivan. I mean, I don't want to tell you this, but you just tested positive for a minivan. For a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my so, husband, let me just get to the story here. So my yeah, husband right, right. wants to get a minivan, and I'm adamant that smart. I'm smart because he's a very smart, practical man, I guess, and wants to get this minivan because I'm pregnant with our third kid and we need another car. Our other car is a Subaru and it can't fit three, it can barely fit three cars. He said, I just don't think it can. So, yeah. anyways, we have to get a new vehicle. And, um, we had a, we had, I wouldn't even call it a disagreement, I would call it like, a fight like I you know almost probably sent him to the ER like blood was shed like stitches oh. like knives Whoa. were involved um I mean it Whoa. was like a full-blown like fight to the death and <clears> guess <throat> who won my John. husband <laughs> are you getting a minivan Karen oh wait. we have you don't a know minivan. this 
Oh yeah, it's in the driveway. It's in the driveway. You bought it already? Yes, we got the minivan. I have a minivan. I did yes. not hear this. <laughs> yes. Mind yes. blown. I know, right? Mind you think, you think like there's no way that Inger would cave. Well, I apparently, mean, that was if like I'm two weeks ago when you were so against it. Correct. Apparently, like when you wear someone down so much and you're like pregnant on top of it, like I only have so much fight left in me and I just was I like, understand. fine. Let's just do the thing. It's a lease. It's not, we didn't buy it. I was like, it has to be oh, black. So that no makes it better. Color. Well, it's like a brand new car. So it's like, you know, like nicer. Like fancy. I had some, like, it's stipulations. Fancy. So what still, is it? Is it, it the, is it the Toyota or the Honda? Honda Odyssey. Oh, that's what we have. Well, oh, okay. well, well, I still think it was a really bad idea, a really bad purchase. Wait, um, do you and I'm not, not the love only it, one. Though? No, I don't love it, Karen, it? and I never will love it. Have no. you ridden in it? Have you ridden in it? Yes, I've been forced to ride in it. I've been forced to ride in it. But listen, I want to tell you this. I've done some research. I'm oh. not the only person that thinks okay. Break it this. Down. Okay, Break I found it down. an article that says, this is why no one in America buys minivans anymore. Okay. Yeah, I've read that article. Listen, vans depreciate in value worse than most cars. Did you know That's that? That's just because kids like trash them. No, it's not. It's because yes, it people is. No, it's not. It's because people don't want to buy minivans anymore and they That's depreciate in value. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> also, they have a shady reputation, as everyone knows. A soccer mom label. This is my favorite. This is the quote, I've given up on life machine. <laughs> Love that one. And also, it reminds people, most people in this world, of police chases and kidnapping. Oh, okay. Negative what? connotation. Mm -hmm. okay. Yep, negative mm -hmm. connotations. What's the resale value on a kidnapping vehicle? I don't know. <laughs> Can't be good. Also, they're unreliable. In 2020, the average what? minivan, listen, in 2020, the average minivan ranks 3.5 on a scale of 5 for reliability. Okay, that's not very high in my book. Would you buy something off Amazon for 3.5 stars? I don't think so. Also, they're not affordable. Let me tell you, when my husband sent me the link to this new Honda thing, I was blown away. I was like, do you know what I can buy for that? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Next. Let me one go more ahead thing. and wait, just hold okay. on. One more thing. Oh, she, okay. Karen okay. And thanks. And thanks to SUVs and crossovers, vans will not be making a comeback. That was supposed to be a pen drop. <laughs> pen okay. drop. Well, Karen, okay. you can't Here's my rebuttal. The truth. You can't handle the truth. Here's my rebuttal. Go. Um, Go. We've had our minivan for three years, and it's never once had a single problem. And we bought it used. Um, also... I have a friend in Greenville, South Carolina, not too far away, who has a minivan, and the dealership calls her yearly and says, these are in such high demand. Are you ready to give, sell yours? We will give you whatever price you want. Yeah, because they wanted to buy a new one. That's just to sell, sell no, cause they wanted No, because they are like, we need minivans, and we know we sold you a new minivan however many years ago. Like, do you want to sell it back? They're in such high demand. Everybody wants a minivan. They're the coolest things ever. Yeah, they're not going to give her any um, money for it. Yes, okay. they will. Why would they no. call and like beg her to sell it to them? Mm -hmm. Yes. And the unreliability, that's just crazy. They are the most practical, reliable cars. I mean, we drive ours in the snow. We drive ours everywhere. Never once had a problem. No issues. It's amazing. Like you are getting bad information, my friend. It is hey. like anything in this life. If you have a opinion, you can find someone else to like support it and give you some facts about it. But 
That's not true. Minivans are amazing. I don't believe these you. These are not. These are not alternative facts. Okay. These are. <laughs> I was gonna say this, this is, is like fake, fake news. This is like fake news. Fake news. Um, fake I news. would like to propose in. I would say let's do it a month from now. We're going to check in and see if you have changed your mind about the minivan to see if you are a convert yeah. of the minivan. Ingrid. Here's the thing: you have to buy in, Ingrid. It's like anything. Like if you like sit there begrudgingly in your minivan, I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Well, of course you're gonna hate it. You have to like take a step back, own it, and like mm -hmm. you know be open to the fact that you might love this car. Because when I first, when we first got our minivan, I wouldn't drive it. I didn't want anything to do with it. And then I finally opened my mind, opened my heart, and now I love it. I think okay. you underestimate what kind of grudge I can hold. And mm, I maybe could secretly like it, and no one's ever going to know. That's so true. Ladies, I think it's time to move on from the minivan. But we will revisit I don't know. it. I think we will revisit it. Wait, so wait, Katie, are you going to be the whole minivan? episode? Am I yeah, going to? Would you get a minivan? Question. Would you Katie, get a minivan? What side are you on? What side yeah. are you on? Uh, Let's hear it. You Let's guys hear it. Do like what side do you think I'm on? Well, I we want to hear it from you. But just just here. say it like, to, to everyone. Is the say sky blue? Is the grass green? Am I getting a minivan? No. Do I like minivans? Nope. Am I on Ingrid's side? Yes. Okay. Now, we'll see. If Ingrid makes a miraculous turnaround and sees the light. I may change my mind. From the news desk. Okay, this is a I really, mean, really, really come funny down. one, actually. Come down, guys. Yeah. Oh, I've been heated for weeks about this, ladies. You don't even know. <laughs> okay, this first article comes from scarymommy.com. Um, this is, we read these types of articles before. Basically, you can write in a question to ask, like, the board from Scary Mommy, and they'll respond. And they're always just really good questions. So I just want to read this. I want to just actually read it. Okay. I have an issue that I'm too scared to post about <laughs> in my mom's group because I can only imagine the judgment some moms would fling my way. My preschooler, four years old, won't stop flipping people off. He flips off his teacher behind her back when he's upset. He flips off his classmates during outside time. He flips off me. He flips off strangers when we are stopped at red lights. That's the best one. Think, no, this is the best one. He even flip, flips off his Nana on Zoom. Okay, it's not now, funny, but it's funny. Now his dad and I do curse, so he's heard some choice words, but we do not flip people off or each other. I'm not sure where he learned it, but we can't seem to make him unlearn it. I think he got attention for it at school and the shock reactions, it fuels the fire. So now he won't stop. We've tried talking him through what it means and why it's not nice, timeouts, and even letting him flip off in his bedroom alone. <laughs> <laughs> and like to his lovies? Like who's he flipping uh, off? Yeah, there? like, like take this, Mr. Bear. <laughs> I was mildly amused at first, but now it's getting old. What the heck do I do here? Mm. Okay, this poor mom. Like, I just, I feel for this mom. Um, and, you know, the first thing is the, the author is like, look, let's just stop. Can we pause and, and realize how hilarious this is? Yeah. That, like, yeah, your four-year-old yeah. is, like, flipping off, like, Miss Crystal at preschool. Like, this the poor woman <laughs> doesn't probably know what to do. Um, you know, secondly, she, she says, or he says, the author, don't worry about what these other adults think. Like, he's a kid. He's not going to be flipping people off for the rest of his life. True, true. Like, just like how they're not going to wake up in the middle of the night for the rest of their life. They're not going to, like, pee their pants, hopefully, for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to grow out of it, hopefully. 
Um, but of course, this mom wants a solution. So the so-called solution, which is one that we've talked about before on this podcast, but I hadn't heard it phrased this way. She calls it the gray rock approach, which is when you like don't react or you underreact. I guess you're just like act like a rock. Um, or you can change the subject, right? Like, let's go play in the other room, just kind of like act like it didn't happen and then kind of just move on, right? And hopefully they'll stop getting the attention for it and kind of forget that they ever did it and we'll stop doing it. Um, I don't know. That's a parenting tactic that can work. I think at this point, like, what else can you possibly do? I mean, you, you've already tried to scold them. That didn't work, putting them in timeout. So I guess ignoring it is literally the only thing you can do, right? Yeah. I mean, I think when you have a toddler, you guys have toddlers, reaction is the greatest thrill of their life. I feel like River, 75% of the things that River does, she does it because she knows it gets a reaction from me. Or she, I've seen River do things and then quickly look at me just to see my (laughs) reaction. So, I mean, I think the person giving this advice is hitting the nail on the head. Like that kid is doing it because it's inspiring all of these reactions. And so the key is, is like to stop rewarding him with a reaction. Although I know, I understand it's hard. I do think the most, the hardest part about this is, is other parents judging you is Mm -hmm. worrying about what like the preschool teacher is like thinking like, where did he learn this? Yeah. Like what are they doing in their house? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other thing I love that the, the person answering this question said was, uh, let's be real can we just admit that this kid is living his best life and I kind of can't help but envy him. Like, yeah, like this kid is just like, whatever. And the other thing she says too is like, he doesn't get it. Like obviously a four year old doesn't really know what that motion means. Right. He, that gesture, he just knows that like, Oh, I do this. And like everybody talks about it and like, it causes a big stink. Um, so yeah, I think, but it's right. It's like the, the, it's like the easiest, but hardest advice. Like, just ignore it. Okay, cool. I'll just ignore sure, it when my sure. son like flips people off in public right. and like right. his Nana on Zoom. <laughs> so I, I think we probably all had like similar situations, maybe not to that degree or maybe to that degree. My son, I don't know where he picked this up, but it was not from us. He, this was like, he was probably three. So he, you know, he had talked for a little while, but he's, he wasn't like preschool, you know, kindergarten age. Anyways, he started saying F-U-C-K. I remember this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You remember this? Mm -hmm. Like, but like at random times, like he he didn't know how to apply it, but like, he'd be like going to like wash his hands and he'd be like F and I'd be like, Oh, and, and I never, ever reacted because I just caught it early enough for whatever reason. And it totally worked. He yeah. like stopped after like a few weeks of doing it. So, hey, it can work. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. I was a little nervous when you first told me that because I was like, oh gosh, hope that like gets nipped in the bud. But it did. Like you just didn't respond and it got nipped in the bud. I also like chose not to hang out with your kids for that time. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, yeah. There on you my go. Kids. That judgy you know. mom. Exactly what I'm talking about. Well, again, like we do use some choice words in the house, but not that like, I mean, right. like right. 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 we're saying like, but, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that around like my <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, okay. you have a mom. Mom's the word. So this is, I feel like we always preface our moms with this, but I'm just going to say it again. This is something that 
like most of the world maybe already owns or knows about, but it's just something I recently purchased and I'm like, this is great. Why haven't I used this? So um, it's a silicon baking mat. So when I mm. bake cookies or if I'm making, yeah, you know, chicken nuggets for the kids or whatever, I usually put tin foil down, parchment paper down, like wax mm-hmm. paper, whatever it is mm-hmm. I need on my cookie sheet. This takes the place of all of those things. Wow. So it's environmentally ah. friendly. Yeah, it's environmentally friendly. You put it on it's, your baking sheet? You put it just on your baking sheet. And you don't have to put any spray down. You don't have to waste. And then uh, you just foil, foil or whatever. And then you just wash it. And you can even put it in the dishwasher if you want to. I don't because it's kind of an awkward thing to put up there. Um, but it's nonstick. So it's like healthy. Like you can just put your vegetables on it. I mean, I'd still put a little mm. oil on it. Um, so it's food safe tray pan liners is what it's called. I got mine on Amazon, a set of two for ten ninety nine. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I love okay. it. I'll try it okay. out. Okay. Anything to help like throw a little bit less away every meal. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good idea. In other news. Okay, so let's move on to the second article. Uh, This is from the New York Times. It's called, My Teens Are Coronavirus Vaccine Guinea Pigs. This is super interesting, you guys. I don't know how much you've been following all of the trials for these vaccines. Obviously, uh, they happen for adults before leading up to the vaccines being um, approved for Pfizer and Moderna. But um, those are only for 16 and 18-year-olds and up. So these are trials, then they're slower because, of course, parents are a little bit more hesitant to sign their kids up for these. But trials for vaccines, um, these are for 12 to 16-year-olds. The data won't be available till you know, uh, mid-2021. Um, so we're still kind of waiting to see how that's all going to shake out. But the article is written by a mother whose two teenage children wanted to do these trials, agreed to this. Of course, they're kind of old enough now where they can make some of these decisions themselves. They're aware of the possible risks. A third of the people in these trials will get the placebo. The other two-thirds will get the actual vaccine. Um, and, the, and the teenagers in this article said, you know, we are doing this because we want to see our friends and our family again as soon as possible. Um, and so it kind of walks through this whole process and what it's been like for this mother kind of waiting and wondering, did my kids get the vaccine? Did they not? How's it going to go? Are there any side effects? All of those big concerns that so many of us have right now with the vaccine. So um, super interesting. I didn't think about the fact that, you know, of course, we all know that kids aren't getting the vaccine yet, but I didn't think about that trial period. I mean, you know, would you guys, would you guys let your kids do this if they wanted to? How do you feel about it? Oh my gosh, I would have such a hard time doing this. I I applaud this mom because I just, it's such an important thing, right? Like if there aren't people who sign up for this trial, then none of our kids are ever going to get the vaccine. Like this is the way medicine and science works. But man, this mom in this article is, she's not cavalier about it, but she, I don't, she, I would be much more anxious than she is. And maybe she's, that's not coming through in her writing. Um, but I would I would be very apprehensive about this. Um, I don't know, because, God, you want to help science, but you just love your kids and worry about them as well. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, like, you care more about your children than anything in the entire world, including, like, human, the human race. Right. (laughs) Like, so, but at the same time, your child could also obtain COVID. Um, So... And she talks about in this article, she thinks that her daughter actually got the vaccine because remember, we don't know if it's Mm -hmm. placebo or the vaccine because she has a fever and chills and she's like thrilled that her daughter has these symptoms because she's like, that means she probably has the vaccine and now she's protected. 
Mm-hmm. And also we are mothers of toddlers, right? We're not mothers mm-hmm. of teens and we haven't seen what those mothers have seen with children, like locking themselves in the room, depressed, like mm-hmm. talks and thoughts of suicide, anything that can get your children out of this misery you are going to do right. So she probably has a completely different perspective than us because mm-hmm. we're just looking at our little babies, which I, I wouldn't put a vaccine at my two year old. Right. But mm-hmm. when you have a 16 year old vaccine anyway, right. Well, you right. Vaccinate them with, with other things, mm-hmm. but things right. that I'm not an anti vaccine, not a trial yeah. vaccine. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, I mean, thank God there are people like this woman and yes. these children, because mm-hmm. where would we be? We wouldn't be where we are now if there weren't more people who were willing right. to do the trials for the vaccines for us to get soon. Right. And to your point too, Ingrid, I think it's almost like if, if, if your kids are old enough that they can have a say in it, you feel better, right? Because you're like, well, this is my experience. This is what I feel, but my kid wants to do it too. So like you can have that conversation for us, you know, when it comes, and I did not realize this, that they're going to keep doing the trials for lower and lower age groups until they get all the way down to the babies. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, when it comes time to test kids between the ages of three to five, say like, I I want those trials done. I want to be able to give it to my kid, but like, am I willing, because obviously when they're that young, like you're making the decision, like what if you make the decision of, yeah, I'm going to have my kid in this trial and you know, goodness knows, like what if something were to happen and like, there is some crazy reaction in kids that age and your kid was the one who discovered it and has some you know, terrible complication. I don't know. It's so scary. But at the same time, as we've mentioned, like, of course you, you want, I want these trials done. I can't wait for my kids to get it someday. I can't wait for myself to get it. I don't know. It's a tricky one. This reminds me, this is like a little bit off subject, but when I read this, um, when I was, um, in giving labor in labor, giving birth, um, I had an epidural and a, um, like a doctor came in and was like, I, had, I hadn't had the epidural yet. And he was like, so listen, I can give you the epidural, but we have a student here who's training. Would you be okay if this student gave you this epidural? Have I told you guys this story? Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. and Brian, my husband, who is, um, he's sort of in the healthcare field. Um, he, uh, is a, a device representative. So he sells a medical device. So is very familiar with like trials, um, and sort of how these sort of experiments go in science. Um, he was like, I mean, I think that we should do it because how do people learn if they don't have this mm-hmm. experience? And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Which is funny. Cause he's like very practical and like kind of one of those people, like a no nonsense person. Uh, it did not go well. The, the student did oh, not no. end up being successful with the epidural, but I remember being very kind of like, what a like interesting thought that if people even, you know, that's like a basic thing, right? But if people don't step forward and agree to sort of suffer the pain for the good of science or the the good of like education and learning, then like nothing ever gets done. So, exactly. um, you know, it's just an interesting concept and like good on this mom and thank you mm-hmm. her kids for their sacrifice and her for her sacrifice as well, because it's got to like keep you up at night, whether or not it's a placebo, it works, the success, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's something that, you know, and it was funny in the article, it said that they called her to see if her teenagers were interested. And I'm like, huh, like if somebody called me and we're like, Hey, we need, you know, two to five year olds to do this trial. I, I don't know how I would respond. It's yeah. just, a, it's, it's fascinating, but anyway, she's stay tuned. We'll see how it goes. 
yeah, she's a health mm-hmm. journalist. Like she covers this kind of stuff. So maybe that's why they knew maybe. that she'd be yeah. more interested in it. Article three is um, from her view from home. So the title is, I don't get anything done during nap time and I'm not sorry. She writes, for roughly the first 18 months of my son's life, I utilized nap time as a means to put the house back together. It was two naps per day that I had 30 to 45 minutes to play catch up. My husband joked once um, that he would record me so he could see how absolutely frazzled and crazy I was during nap stints. I was moving at high speeds, frantic to get the dishwasher emptied, bottles washed, laundry done, floor swept, toilet scrubbed, bills paid, house tidied up. At the end of the day, she said, then her kid would find she would get no me time. And then by the time her kid went to bed at night, she was just like so exhausted that she would just go to bed and she never had any alone time, me time, whatever. And it just she ended up being resentful. So finally, she just decided that she was like not going to do anything during nap time. She like scrolls through her phone, watches TV, takes a bath, whatever. Um, and I feel like this is such a like a new mom thing, right? Like you get those naps and you feel like your kid takes a nap and you're like, oh my God, I have like a million things to do and this is my time to do it. But the older your kid gets and the more you realize like, like, I don't, I'll, I'll be honest with you. There are days when River still takes one nap and I don't, I don't do anything, especially Monday through Friday when I'm working myself. I'm like, no, this is like my time to like sit on the couch and watch Bridgerton, which you all know <laughs> I quite enjoy. <laughs> you got to do that during nap time. Yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. Like with my first, I remember vividly, like I have to do the dishes. I have to vacuum. Like I only have this short window of opportunity. Right. Right. Then, uh, now that we have our second, <laughs> like on the weekends when she used to take naps, it's like, all right, she's asleep. Let's all get on the couch, the rest of the family and like watch TV. And that's what we do every time. Like no one tries to get anything done because it's nap time. It's right. rest time for the whole family. We no, just I love rest. it. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, you guys are great. I'm totally the opposite and never rest during nap time. I'm, I'm like, I'm like with this woman. I'm like, I got to get in the beginning of the article. I got to get everything done. It's my only chance. I, I, I go crazy during well, that time still. Also, it's a little, I mean, I'm sure that you're maybe, maybe you're just a better mom than us, a better person, which I'm sure you no. are. But no. um, also like That's Katie and I go it. to bed, go to bed at like 7 p.m. Yes. So we don't have yes. any time down. Like you That's do so get true. to like watch TV, maybe have a beer with your husband, like something for like a little bit of time at least. Like mm-hmm. there's literally zero, zero time unless there's nap time. And then that's the only small window. Right. Because what you're saying is, is like when your kids go to bed, you immediately go to bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, just with our right. schedule. And I will say this on the weekends, I am more apt to like, all right, let me like vacuum, clean up a little bit, do a couple of like things around here. Um, just because like I know River will go to bed at seven o'clock and like I can hang out and do whatever and stay up a little later. I yeah. Will, yeah. Like I'll have like some me time. So um, yeah, but like I'm a huge, like, girl, do you get nothing done during yeah. that time and like feel good about it? Yeah. Don't feel yeah. guilty about it. I hate those no. people who say like, Oh, like when you have a, you have a new baby, like just sleep when the baby sleeps. Like that's also like a, like that farce. Not, that's like not a real, like that's not real yeah. life either. No, so, unless your no. baby will yeah. only sleep on you and you're like forced to sleep. That's well, the that's only true. reason you're going to be sleeping. Which is like a whole nother issue. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah, if you can get away with it and uh, yeah, don't feel guilty, do it. I mean, 
Yeah. And I think it's just all about like the place in life, the number of kids, your work schedule, like, you know, there's so many things that go into it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I say live it on and do it the right way. I love, she says, it makes me less anxious, anxious, less bitter and less strung out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like we need some breaks so that we're yeah. not as strung out. Here's, here's your permission to do nothing during that time. Yes. Mom. You're welcome. Win of the week. So I got a little win. Um, okay, did you come up with it. one? What is a it? A little win. Uh, it is March here in Western North Carolina, which if you're like uh-huh. up, I grew up up north and I like, I mean, winter lasted <sighs> till May. It like started in, I don't know, October and went till May. Here in Asheville, like spring starts legit at the end of February. And we've had kind of roll your eyes meteorologist Ingrid Allstead but we've had it's been like a really icky winter here and finally the weather has broken it was in the 70s this past weekend and it was glorious like we oh, took it was water, really amazing up. I didn't have to like fight with River to put her stupid jacket on like it just has like the daffodils are starting to come up mm-hmm. like I you like and I think the winter has been worse because of COVID right maybe it really has been yeah that bad of a winter it's just been like you can't do anything it's just been miserable and like to finally like get outside and not be freezing and just it just like like you wake up happier when the weather is nicer it's true it's true I was calling it it mood boosting weather like on tv yeah it totally is I totally agree Katie on Saturday when it was nice I was like oh my gosh, my whole outlook on life has changed. Like, yeah. we're going to get through this pandemic. Like, we're going to do this. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We can go outside and play and run. It was like the greatest day ever. I know. All I because know. of the weather. And, I know. And like this morning, it was in the 30s again. And I and then it's just like, when it goes back into the 30s, you're like, oh, gosh. I know. Like, you're like, well, Dang where it's the 70s? It's March yeah. 1st. Where's the 70s? But nonetheless, I feel as though... We're, through, we're over the hump, right? It's, we're, we're over, over the, the hump. hump. Ingrid, right? We're over yeah. the hump. Over the hump? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ingrid. Oh. Bringing us back to reality. <laughs> I know. The She's average like, well, this time actually, of the year is 55. So the 70s actually, is not normal, folks. It's 54. And the average low is 35. So it might snow 32. next week, but <laughs> go ahead. Enjoy your little one warm day. Enjoy your rendezvous, ladies, while it lasts. Um, well, thank you for listening, guys. And we hope wherever you are listening to this that you get like a little fresh air and some sunshine and maybe springtime is it coming to you as well. Roll down those windows in that minivan. <laughs> Just enjoy it. Have a good go one, there? everybody. Why would you go there? <laughs> well, I was feeling good. You're bringing me back you, like, down. You like are maybe not even going to be friends with me because I have a minivan. Except, correct. Yes, you have a minivan. Now I have one, so now we have to be friends forever. So now we're like, yeah, Yeah, okay, whatever. We'll see if Katie joins the club someday. Mm. We should get matching little van tattoos, like, on our wrist. Oh, then I'll be jealous. Oh, my gosh. You know what? You know what? I've got a tattoo stuff. I'm definitely getting a minivan. I think you're cool when you drive a minivan unless you put those um, stickers on the back that are, like, the stickers of your whole family. Oh yeah. Yes. Then like a whole you new level. cross the line. Guys, you are you over. Are like, you are not Karen, cool anymore. I don't want to tell you this. You're like one step away. You're oh basically gosh, I'm there. Never buying those stickers. I'm you never are buying one step stickers. away. Do you it's have really like a record. my kid is an honor roll stu- student yet? Like that's the other like my kid is a sticker. terrific kid. Yeah, I <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. No, 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 no stickers on the minivan. That's where I draw the line.
Okay. Just right. a vanity um, tag. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do have that plate that says number one mom. Does that count? <laughs> what? <laughs> On the van? I'm just kidding. I'm no, just she kidding. doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I almost like believed it for a second. <laughs> After the next kid. After the next kid, Karen, that's when you get like the number oh one my mom gosh, like stop. vanity plate. Stop. Yep. It's coming. On the minivan? Yeah. All right. Okay. Hope everyone has a great week, all you number one moms out there. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. Bye. Bye, guys. Ankle oh. Moms, the, the podcast. Thanks for listening.